This is Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 065, Jungle. I was inspired by an old Hollywood movie, 42nd Street, by Busby Berkeley. I liked the sound of the tap dancer, so we recreated this dance in the corridor of Musicland. Jungle was real fun. You need things like that on a double album to crack the seriosity. Spratly's Dancing Academy featuring Bladis and Goreen Turvis is credited with performing the tap dancing segment. When checking into hotels while on tour, Jeff would use the pseudonym Spratly Bagweeds. The B, G, and T in the dance troupe stand for Bevan, Grocut, and Handy. In the liner notes for the 1977 Japanese release of Out of the Blue, Bev Bevan wrote, Great fun recording this song with our imitations of bird calls, elephants, Tarzan, and even a tap dance sequence performed by Jeff, Kelly, and myself. The choir, chiming in just before the tap dance sequence begins, sings the words, Im Shungul Da Tanz Di Tira Harum. ELO's engineer, Mac, translated the German lyrics from the English line, The animals are dancing around in the jungle. In the seventh issue of Face the Music in 1990, Andrew Whiteside wrote, Inspired by the runaway number one success of typically tropicals Barbados, the mid-70s had seen a steady stream of ever more forgettable novelty records pollute the charts. Jeff, ever eager to prove himself master of any new musical genre, however transitory, threw himself into the fray and emerged with Jungle. Richard's keyboard intro is a fascinating, strangely Middle Eastern affair, but is completely wasted on this track, as the bongos signaled the start to what was by now a depressingly familiar formula, with witty animal noises, clever sound effects, and even Tarzan. The thing about novelties is that they wear off, and this song has easily dated the most of any of the tracks on Out of the Blue. At cdreviews.com, Scott Homewood wrote on July 18, 2007. Even the less well-known songs like Jungle and Birmingham Blues are home runs out of the park. The song was covered by Paul McNulty in 1999 and sampled by the Beastie Boys for their 1989 song, Diss Yourself in 89, Just Do It. Meanwhile, back in the jungle. Hi, I'm Eric Winsenson. And I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And we reach a song called Jungle, which had me scrunching my face up into the little look that I have when, well, let's just say when I find out that Panda Express is what they decided to cater at work instead of real Asian food, 
we've got an approximation of African sounds by Jeff Lynn. If African sounds means chuka chuka luka luka or whatever the heck they're saying, and Tarzan, and a bunch of other garbage. My first impression was, what the hell is this crap? Why is this here? Why is this happening? What happened to Electric Light Orchestra? They don't do that many drugs. At least they are not known for it. Did somebody just come in and think that this was interesting or funny or... I don't know. I just really am confused by why this would even be on an album. Somebody at some point had to say, Jeff, Jeff n- 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 no, no, <laughs> just just toss this off of here. Uh, you've probably got an outtake from something in the last two albums that maybe would fit here since it sounds the same. Just leave this piece of, ah, this, oh, <laughs> <laughs> off of here. <laughs> you really don't like this album. Oh, no, I really don't like this album and I really don't like this song. You and Andrew Whiteside should get a room together and make little ELO hating babies. This is the first time I've agreed with anything he's said. <laughs> Normally I think he's just he's just sitting there being contrarian to be contrarian, but for once he's actually right. Well, we've disagreed about songs before. I think this is going to be the first song where we really, really, really disagree. Because I love this song. I have always loved this song since the first time I heard it, back in February 1984. I think it's a fun song. Even Jeff Lindu and the Tarzan yell. And usually when people Tarzan yell, it makes me wince. Like, eh, don't do that. That's kind of stupid. But flying out of Jeff Lynn's mouth, it's something I never expect. So it's, it's kind of funny, actually. To me, anyway, all the jungle noises, I think they're fun. They add to the fun of it. Richard Tandy's keyboard intro, that's neat. The tap dancing. The choir that sings before the tap dancing comes in. I think it was Jill Chenault who brought up about Bev Bevan that his voice sounds deep. The first thing I thought of was the lion and jungle. The line about their great blue ship. I kind of like that. And after that tap dance, the energy of the song actually goes up, which actually makes me like it even more. Bev Bevan gets to do something else besides be the foundation, and I don't mean singing or making bird calls or jungle noises. I mean his drumming isn't just the standard rock stuff. He gets to do something else. It's got a good beat, and you can really bug out to it. So I love Jungle. It's one of my favoriteest ELO songs ever. They never did anything like this before. They never did anything like this afterwards. Unlike you, who I can tell could go on for days and days about how much you hate this song, but trying to keep things under 10 to 15 minutes, I friggin' love it. I never get tired of hearing it. There are plenty of times in my life where I've said, Sweet Jesus, I gotta hear Jungle. If I never hear this song again in my entire <laughs> lifetime, it'll be too damn soon. And I know I'm going to have to hear it again because at some point I'm going to have to record this entire album for archiving purposes. And I'm going to have to sit through this side of the album again and put up with stuff like Jungle. The reason 
there was a good thing that he never did it before. <laughs> In fact, if he would have done it on the first three albums, that maybe uh, it wouldn't be so bad because he'd just say, okay, he did this. We can ignore it because it's on the first three albums. But no, he should know better by this point. <laughs> this is as bad as his fart noises during that alternate take of Roll Over Beethoven. Just goofing around in the studio to no end, except at this point, he's got enough clout that somebody didn't have the guts to tell him, and no, (laughs) let's just dump this completely. I don't know. The rest of the band said they had a good time doing their jungle parts, so there were people around you. I'm like, yeah, this is fun. Let's do this. Enablers. (laughs) Those are called enablers. Well, here's what we... You usually try to get away from them (laughs) when you notice that you're getting into bad habits. Well, if we can send five-year-old Eric Winsensen off to Germany, to the Musicland Studios, maybe you can stage an intervention. But then eight-year-old me would have to step in. It's like, whoa, whoa, stop it. You're going to ruin one of the best ELO songs ever. And then there'll be like a a fist fight and a battle, sort of like, uh, what was it, two Lazaruses in that episode of Star Trek? No, five-year-old me probably would have just whittled on the master tape. So this fact about Jungle might actually make you happy, or at least slightly less agitated. Jet, in America, was thinking about releasing this as a single in late 1978. Uh-huh. <laughs> but at the end... But they then said, they came to the right mind. Eh. They decided, no, we're not going to I thought was a dull song, and it only got to number 75. Although, I would have to say that, mm, I don't think releasing Jungle as a single would have been a good idea. As much as I love the song, I think it would have just fed the Rolling Stone-type critics who dismissed ELO as just pleasant-sounding ear candy with no other good qualities to it at all. If it bombed as a single, ELO has had plenty of singles that bombed, but I think if this one had bombed, because they were at their height of their popularity at this point, and then release this and just have it lay there and not do anything, I think that would have been a big dent in their ship that just could not be banged out over time. Well, and, It's Over just kind of laid there and didn't do anything, but it wasn't as bad of a song as this. Right, it was just, eh, there it is, okay. But if Jungle had become a big hit, then they would... The, this, the, this, the danger would have been of, of it becoming a big hit. Yeah. If it just laid there and did nothing, nobody would have even thought about it because nobody would have ever, they would have heard it a couple times on the radio, like Music Time by Sticks. Oh, jeez. And uh, then completely forgot about it for decades and decades and decades later. See, now. And nope, nobody would have cared. See, now. That- if this would have become a number one hit, this is all people would talk about is, yeah, Electric Light Orchestra's only number one hit was <laughs> Jungle. See, now, Music Time, that was a terrible song. That was worse than Jungle. But if it had I'll give you that. I, <laughs> yeah. I will I will give you that one because that, that song that that song got my rage going more than Jungle did, to tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah. But But if Jungle had been a big hit, this goofy novelty song of theirs, which I do love, would have hung around him and I think it would have definitely put a big dent in their um credibility. Credibility, their dignity as far as a hit-making band. Because as far as their singles discography goes, I don't think there's anything that you would look at and say, eh, ooh, ouch. Maybe that wasn't the best decision to release. Jungle as an album track, I think, works great. Jeff Lynne put it in there for something silly to break up the seriousness of the album. 
I think it's fun. I think it's catchy. I think it's a good album track, and that's how it should have been, and that's how it was, and that's that was good. But to release it as an A-side of a single to be the hit, I, that that would have been a bad idea in many ways. <laughs> Got something to say about Jungle? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. It's time for a great line from ELO from this week's song. What's my line? Chuka. Huh? Chuka. Huh? Who? Lolly. Luca, Luca, Coo Lolly. If you donate to the podcast through our Patreon site, patreon.com slash ELOPod, you can get bumper stickers, produce an episode, or for just $1 per episode, $4 a month, you can hear shows a week before they're released to the world. Or skip all that and just hand it over directly through PayPal using the email address ELOFTMPodcast.com at gmail.com Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I like the song. Wow, she liked it! Face the Music, an electric light orchestra song-by-song podcast is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast Podcast at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, episode 066, Believe Me Now. <laughs>